0: I started recording (laughs) well here we go hello everybody hello Uh,
1: pkn something something or another yeah
0: 53 53. i uh 54 right is it 54 let me see 52
1: was a year and we fucked up and then and then that then we did the next show and then here's this show so 54. it is 54. i need to update the graphic Taylor's in charge of the graphics on this show, so I'm blaming him. Sorry! <laughs>
0: That's okay. Look at that. The camera
1: did it again. Look, it's, did, I love this.
0: I, just, so I updated the thing, and I don't know how to get it to, like, recognize that it's new. There it is. Now we're set. Glorious start to PKN 54. Well, here we are. Let's do
1: this. So, today, this is the survival trip week. I think we should talk about that some.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I was thinking the same thing. I was going to try and work out a bad joke. Would you like one? I always want one of those. This one's short, so it's got that going for it. Police arrested two kids yesterday. One was drinking battery acid. The other was eating fireworks. They charged one and let the other off. That's pretty funny.
1: Uh, okay a little wordplay there all right I like it so we pulled the uh we pulled the trigger on a cameraman for this one
0: I think that's the big news that is the big news that's cool so we got his name is Patrick he's the how I became guy he was on the show one time he did a lot of the filming not filming I guess but a lot of the editing when wings channel started like upping its production quality and um uh, yeah, so we, we, I guess, took the Patreon money, bought him a ticket from Europe to Atlanta. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll set him up.
1: I think it's going to be really good. Um, we're, it's, it's, what, Tuesday now? And uh, so next Monday, the fu- uh, it's uh, less than a week away. We're yes. going to go into the woods and, uh, and kick this thing off. And we'll have Patrick filming everything the whole way. Um, I think it's going to be good. I'm still... Um, I, I've got my dad working on... He actually took it to a mechanic today. They're trying to get the transmission fixed in my silver truck. I feel like it'd be a lot easier to get us all around,
0: moving around and if doing you, stuff. If you can't fix the silver a truck. truck, we'll take mine. And you people can pile in the back. I, I think it's going
1: to... We'll all be on it like fucking road warriors, like, like war boys. <laughs> like, like, well, that'd be pretty... Fun. That's what we should do. She's like, up like, front with the guitar. There. Oh, I know what we're going to do. <laughs> I linked you to it earlier. I don't know if you clicked it, but it's the it's the spray paint from War Boys. It's like food paint. Like, really? Totally. Like, like put a black and white filter on that thing. Get shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, like get pumped up as we go into the woods. Like, yeah, we could do that. Um, (laughs) That'd be funny. Everybody, everybody on on your truck uh,
0: having a good yeah. That was a clever idea. I wish I was selling that damn paint right now. I bet someone made a quick hundred grand off it. Yeah. So, all right. Know. So that's going to be good. We'll
1: have Patrick there. We'll it's, have him filming everything. The dates um, are sneaking
0: up on me. Like, as you said, it's six days away. So, like, it's pretty much time to buy anything you need to buy, right? Like, if you don't have the. We're bringing a couple things, like a knife and I don't know what else. I, I own most of my stuff. But, um, like, do I have a fire starter? If I don't, like, do that now or you won't have it in time. And I just need to. I don't know. Get my act. Do you again? want to talk
1: about the other thing that's that's uh, special about this trip? The uh, the other party involved.
0: I don't know what we're talking about. The
1: the the, the thing that Chiz arranged. The sponsor.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I guess we could. Um. I what's the name of the sponsor? Do you know? Um. Shit! Worst ad placement ever. But uh, well, the, like I said, I, I wasn't sure if we wanted to talk about it yet. I I didn't know.
1: I don't know why we like 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 act like we're the CIA anyway. But like leak <laughs> this information out. But sometimes it seems like information is like sensitive, and and everybody's like, not yet. And it's just yeah. like, why? Like like what are we, are we building anticipation? Well, out sometimes there?
0: Like, like you don't want to give away free. Like if they haven't paid yet, or if they're on the fence or something, you don't start giving them what they were going to pay for. Right? But um, the, I know their business model is like Loot Crate, except it's for like camping and preparedness and survival and, and stuff like that and um we'll do unboxing battle videos box. battle box okay and uh, and they're going to give us some some i guess gear to help make it through the week that'll be helpful and go on you, you look like yeah, you're they, on the edge of they saying have something. like
1: uh, they have an interesting little little model we're not going to do an ad read here or anything
0: but basically
1: they um you know they have different levels of these battle boxes that include more and more cool like survival type gear like there's there's purified water in there, fire starters, the the, the basic stuff. I think the, some of the better kits come with knives and uh, water filtration kit and uh, some stuff like that. But, yeah, hopefully that stuff arrives uh, in time. And, and I feel like like the little odds and ends that I think we need for this trip, like fire starters and, I don't know, com- compass. And <laughs> I love the compass. I, I was We rewatched some of Wing's uh, survival prep videos a while back, and he was all over that compass. And when he got it back home, it broke. And I was just like... <laughs> I bet he felt so, like, upset at that moment. He's like, God damn it. I was going to be the one that
0: led him to... say." And it's broken, and he had his double knives. Anyway. He brought a compass, but I don't know that he brought a map. Like, I don't think he had a map of where we were going. I know he didn't have a map of where we were. I don't know how a compass was going to be that helpful without a map.
1: I mean I had a compass with me because I got one of these little bitty bubble type compasses that like attaches to my the the like strap of my backpack but at no point did I think there was a conceivable situation where finding north would be necessary and I couldn't figure out east and west from sunlight like you know what I mean
0: like yeah, I had a compass I, just cuz I keep one in my backpack
1: fair enough yeah uh, in any case yeah battle box should be cool we'll have a bunch of gear from them to to show off during the thing but uh, I, I gotta get some my little odds and ends together. I've got my little metal cup that I that I'll like make some squirrel stew, in
0: if we're lucky, oh. and, yeah, uh, I'm gonna bring my, my Henry, my 22, uh, and there's no scope on it or anything. You're gonna have a more accurate rifle, right? I'm bringing my uh, AR-15 style uh,
1: uh, MP-22. Um, it's got like 25 rounds in the magazine and a nice like high-powered
0: scope on it. So the thing is, my, oh, I'm sorry, carry on. I,
1: my, I talked to my dad about squirrel hunting because I've never actually done it. And I, I was like, how do you do this? I was like, in my head, I've heard of people walking through the woods and then they happen upon the squirrel and then they shoot him. And he's like, that doesn't work. And he's like, the squirrel will see you coming and he'll hide on the back side of the tree. And as you walk around the tree, he'll walk the opposite way, around and around the tree so you can't see him. Um, he said, you want to get up before daylight. You want to be sitting there not moving just just waiting on the tree the squirrels to wake up and one by one they'll come out of their nest and they'll hop on limbs and they'll just kind of sit there and they'll be your, they'll be a target for you and you can just pick them off um that was his suggestion and you can see squirrel nests are like these big dark bundles of like sticks and twigs that are they all get, intertwined yeah. and you can you can spot them pretty easy uh so hmm. i hope that that's easy to do i hope we're shooting lots of squirrel and eating them uh, and I'm also working on finding a, a place where there might be some fish, but it's hard to find both and also get a spot where like you're remote and not near people because rivers are kind of recreational areas most of the time.
0: I'm I'm very much like I, I'm I feel like I'm more scared this time. I don't know why, but I we- like. I feel like we're not Maybe as prepared. F- yeah, we, we were really ready last time. Like we weeks in advance. Ready. There's all these like prep videos, people are making fires and shit. This time we're like, holy fuck, it's six days away. I guess I yeah. should like hit up Amazon for a Mylar blanket. Yeah,
1: I've had so much shit going on here. Like, I've been working on stuff and this has really snuck up on me. I was, um, last time I was like learning to make traps and, and making sure I knew how to make the fire, even though I didn't think that was really necessary. And, Um, the, the, what else? The, um, oh, watching all those videos and stuff. I'm going to have to watch some refresher videos. So I know how to actually gut a squirrel because I don't recall exactly. Um, I feel, I feel like that's some important information that I should have. Uh, so yeah, it has snuck up on us. I feel like we're not as prepared as we were last time, but maybe that's a good thing. I I feel like we're going to really struggle a bit. Would Um, you kill a
0: squirrel with birdshot? Maybe it seems like that might be a reliable way to kill squirrel. It doesn't seem
1: like a sporting way. Um, I don't. <laughs> is it, it was him or me?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, maybe you can uh, legally speaking. Is what I mean. Um, probably, um, but I don't know. I, I feel like they don't have any chance whatsoever if you blast them with a twelve gauge. And it's heavy. No deep.
0: And you know the shells are heavy. That's and all thing. that stuff. Yeah. And you don't have, like. I, I feel like I can stuff literally like 200 bullets in my pockets but alternatively i could stuff like 20 shells
1: but i mean if you wanted to like i mean i've got so many 12-gauge shotguns like i have a plethora of them like you throw a shell carrier on the thing and a sling and you could lug it in there if you wanted to i wouldn't poo-poo that i don't think i I gotta check the regulations to make sure that's cool because i've never thought about shooting squirrels with a shotgun that's a
0: thing like that it's you know we're somewhat in the public eye. Even if you're not in the public eye, like if you film yourself breaking the law and upload it to the internet, you're a special kind of stupid.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Know, so. And um, we'll have to handle all the licensing at Walmart though. Like, um, You'll need like a, the Georgia small game license and a WMA permit and perhaps a fishing license if indeed we end up finding a spot that could be
0: fished. Well, that reminds me. I need, to, I need to find that card that proves I have my safety thing.
1: I found mine. Um, I don't remember what I did with it. What did I do with that fucking thing? I I got it out and cut it out and stuck it in my wallet, I hope. But I didn't see it in my wallet earlier. Fuck. I hope it. Fuck. Like, I kept up with that thing so well. I literally put it uh, uh, on my fridge under a magnet, and it's been sitting there for an entire year since the last time we were doing this shit. And uh, I took it down the other day and, like, actually cut the card part of it out with some scissors and folded it up, and now I don't know what I've done with it. I, I oh you can you can look mine up online though you go to yeah that's right you I, can look it up uh, online and print it right out.
0: I I imagine I can do the same. I think I'll find it in this room. I yeah. just I just need to actually really do that.
1: Yeah, Woody and I are going to be the only two who are um, licensed to kill, as it were, or be killed, or license. be killed. <laughs> you know, it, it could get rough. A pack of squirrels would be hard to deal with. <laughs> I do have the semi-auto. I feel like I could semi-auto you know, auto shotgun. To- I hope. <laughs> uh, I, 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 was, and, uh, I really want to go to that Hart County place but we can't now I just looked it up a second ago you can only camp in camping areas there's, there's different restrictions for each area like they're not all the same some of them you can't camp in at all some of them you have to be in the camping areas the, uh, the, one of them in particular which, whose name I won't utter just yet um, uh, you can camp anywhere and you can also hunt anywhere is there a water source? there's a creek there's 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 water. There's drinking water. There's just not. But there's not uh, fishing water. Not fishing water. I feel like that place has to be full of wildlife though, dude. I feel like like I know that like, like squirrel may not be readily available. Like, I feel like they should be though. But but like rac- there should be like raccoons and possums and shit like that everywhere. I would think. There's just like every time I drive back in there, and there's like 40 miles of roads. I I
0: see deer and. Are there and, any uh, things we can eat? Like like I, I was watching um Naked and Afraid. And they always seem to be like, ah, oh, it just happens we found a walnut tree here or um, a mango tree and bananas and like, like most of their food came from things that you grew. And then they just had a little bit of protein here and there. They were mostly like hungering for protein. We're counting on surviving off just things that we catch and kill. That, based on the television reality TV, is not a, a good strategy. I i i hear you i
1: think the reason i i think that that's just scouting and and show production on their part i think they always pick a spot that has that like Mm -hmm. i don't know what the wild edible would be here in uh in my area like i know a few like like poke salad do you know what poke salad is no it's like this uh purple stalk it has these dark berries on it and these big like palm like looking leaves you can boil them they're like cabbage um black people eat them uh for whatever reason like like I hope that doesn't sound racist. So racist. Like, oh my God. It really is. Like like it, the black people who lived like near my dad. Is that why they run over. fast?
0: Is that what you're saying?
1: They would come over <laughs> and they would ask if they could come around and look for poke salad in the field because it's like a weed uh-huh. and they would they would get it and take it home and cook it.
0: There's uh, it's, it's, it
1: really is like, I guess maybe you'd call it soul food. Maybe that's more politically correct, but there aren't any white people
0: eating poke salad. I don't think it's any more politically correct to call it soul food. <laughs> it
1: definitely isn't white food. Like, like, like. White <laughs> people don't eat poke salad. I don't think it's like uh, it's I've like turnip greens. It. Or, it's a it's a wild plant that you can boil the leaves of and it, make. Is like, it a, a watermelon?
0: It. Is that what you're saying? No, nothing like that. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you racist. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that at all. Um, but yeah, like I don't know.
1: Like I've got I, I'm not an outdoorsman or anything like that. But like growing up, I spent tons of time in the woods hunting. Like I've been out there and I don't know what there is out there to eat. There's acorns. I know that. The process for, like, making acorns palatable, they're edible to begin with. You can just eat them, but they taste like shit. They're super, super, super bitter, and you have to, like, boil them repeatedly, changing the water to make them even suitable for eating, it seems like. Um, and other than that, I don't know what you eat out there. Like, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I agree. It's It seems risky for our, all of our food to be based on this squirrel thing. I was, um,
0: I was watching Naked and Afraid, and... Um they really sold me on the water filter. So like what was happening is they would boil the water and drink it and they were just dehydrated and they boil the water, drink it, boil the water, drink it. And they're like, I can't get ahead. Yeah, I can never get ahead. I feel like I'm sweating at least as much as I'm drinking just by purifying the water. And with uh, and their, their experience, they could tell that the water totally needed to be purified. They ended yeah, up they digging the well. a well.
1: Yeah, they needed a bigger pot or something, I guess.
0: I, I don't know what was making it so hard a bigger pot you, it sounds more efficient but then I guess you need a lot more wood my thought uh, was that I didn't know that was a problem my thought was that making the fire like just keeping the fire fueled was what was building up the sweat Ah, um, uh, yeah like, I'm sure that's part of it too yeah so huh. uh, well dude, are you watching naked and afraid at all probably not are you familiar no. with this show have you heard of it I'm before?
1: very yeah I understand the print that yeah I know all about it yeah. for,
0: for people that aren't Kyle uh, it's a reality TV show. I have no idea what channel it's on or anything. Uh, and you go, it's usually a guy and a girl. But in this particular one, it's Naked and Afraid XL. And there's like 15 people out there. And uh, they have to survive for 40 days. And they get to bring, excuse me, one item. So, But with with like 15 people, there's like a bunch of knives and a bunch of pots and a fire starter. And like, uh, you know, so the one item when you team up, all of a sudden you've got like four or five items. And uh, it is really good. Like, it is. I'll start. Tra- I'll check
1: it out. I want it this, uncensored, though. Does that seem weird? Like, like, no. I find that all the censoring makes it, like, not all- It's not that I'm just like, yeah, I wish I could see that chick's ass. It's like, I don't want to see everything all censored out and blurred out. Like, let's just see what's going on here. It, In those nature it documentaries, is, it, I'm seeing, like, crazy floppy titties everywhere. See, and I, I, I'm trying to figure people.
0: out if it's the show or if I've changed. But something changed. Because when I watched. Survivor. Remember when Survivor first happened? You were probably a kid. I but, remember the first season. I remember. Okay, yeah, with that Richard guy and whatever. Uh, yeah. Richard ran around naked, Brand. and I also wondered if like like were people having sex in that show? You know, because there they are out in the woods. It's kind of a romantic setting, even though they're in a survival situation. And but there's guys and girls, and they're in their twenties, and they're mostly attractive. And you know, like was sex happening? And everyone was like, no, no, no. It was totally unsexy. I was dirty. I was this, I was that. And I'm like, dirty. That that ain't slow me down. <laughs> I'll fuck your dirty ass. But, <laughs> but, um, uh, now that I'm like 43 or no, I'm 42, not 43 yet. Um, I look at naked and afraid and I'm like, yeah, that's just not a sexy situation. You know, they're the lack of food alone might be like, I just don't know that I want to put the energy into to it. Um, this is hypothetical single me, of course. But um, well, I, now I feel more
1: comfortable with that double uh, hammock that you and I are going to be in. <laughs> now that I know that a little... I, I, I'll see that squirrel and I'll be like, nah, I better keep Woody hungry. We don't want any,
0: <laughs> any more re-pizza last night. <laughs> keep uh, running, little man. What um, was I, I lost my train of thought. But but yeah, I watch naked and afraid and somehow it's not sexy to me. And a lot of these women are you know, they're fit, right? They're they're uh, shucks. At the oldest like thirty five and at the youngest like twenty. And uh yeah, some prime breeding years. <laughs> and, and uh but it's still like, yeah, no, I don't feel like I'm missing out yeah, much.
1: I, like I said, I, I really don't want like the the any pornographic content added like i'm not saying i want it uncensored so because i want to see the people naked i just feel like it should be like it feels like a nature thing Mm -hmm. it feels like you know the the premise is let's let's be super primitive like like why are you gonna blur that guy's ass crack like like let's 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 just see what's going on here
0: and and there is something better about the like the unintended like i'm told that there's one like they missed a blur on one of episode three i didn't spot it myself but i'm told they missed a blur and uh people are like ooh, ooh, ooh! you see it you see it there's a cooch there's a cooch and of course there's plenty of vagina on the internet right there is no shortage of naked but
1: unintended women. vagina is better something about the like that's
0: accidental vagina that yeah. wasn't intended <laughs> yeah like you know th- that that was I don't know. There is something better. about Nobody
1: bought and paid for that vagina. I got it for free. <laughs> like right. that's literally what it is. Uh, or, or like nobody paid her to show her, show me that vagina. I just happened upon it.
0: Like if you can, like if you see like an underwear catalog and you make out that usually there's no labia thing. I don't know if they're photoshopping it or if they're wearing like like a panty liner. There's like no, a, how they make no it like happen. There's no camel toe. Camel toe. Mound, yeah, like if you yeah. open a Victoria's Secret catalog. All those girls are curiously lacking any kind of camel toe. and uh, But then every so often you see one and you're like, whoa, that's... I know what she looks like naked pretty much through that outfit. Did you see the guy on Reddit whose job was to like go through the Victoria's Secret
1: catalog and blur out nipples and stuff? No, I missed it. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Like like apparently there's a guy who goes and he blurs the nipples out from all... Stuff and uh, and they were talking about you know every now and then one would get would slip through the cracks and then and, uh, and and there it would be and uh, there was another thing what was it the guy blurred something else out his job was to like censor something ah, I fucking can't remember now but yeah that was cool the, it wasn't uh, was camel uh uh-uh, uh it was something else lost my train of thought I forgot what it was product
0: placement sometimes that Some... gets blurred out no no, no, no. anyway.
1: Um, yeah, I, but, but yeah, that, that's a cool show. I, I, I like the idea of 40 people out there. That sounds like a legit survivor. I, I, now. 40 days.
0: It was like 15 Uh-oh. people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
1: better. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 40, that's what i 40 days.
0: Yeah. 40 days. Well, yeah. So apparently I forget if the number's 21 or 22, but that's how long you can survive without food. And, uh, <clears throat> it was interesting at like the 21 or 22 day point. A lot of people were like, damn, you know, like this is when it would be over. And we're just entering the hard half now, you know, like it, it, normally we're done by now. And and we're like now we're doing it all over again, but without the like healthy beginning. And uh, it was it was cool because it you see the different groups grow and, and go and the different philosophies. I, I don't want to ruin it all, but like there was one group that. They really kind of lived off the land, they stayed real positive and stuff, and they just kind of had this, like, so one guy had a beard out to here. He was like a nature couples therapist, and I, yeah. I, I, from what I could gather... He's a
1: professional hippie.
0: Yeah, from what I could gather, he would, like, bring couples that were maybe fighting or whatever, take them into the woods, and just help them simplify for a while, and, and recharge... And um, he was really good, but he also had a really good spot. And then there were these two dudes who were there to conquer the woods, right? And they were like chopping down trees with machetes, <laughs> scream,
1: <"Arr>! <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah!
0: <laughs> and then at one point the groups found each other, and the guy's like, yeah, man different styles, <laughs> which just really cool. But like, I was like, yeah, totally different styles. And, and you know, one was out there and, and both styles work kind of like that. I'm talking too long. But the hippie dude did really well because he found a really good spot. The alpha males did really well because they were just really good at it. But there was another guy that had a real high energy thing. Like he's always climbing trees, looking for like a nut or something. And uh, he killed himself—not—not not literally killed himself, but he, oh. he wore himself out, just like doing real high-energy shit all the time. And uh, you know, there were these women that were like, "Dude, survival has to be lazy." You know, he's like, "You're lazy. You need to do this. You need to do more, etc." You just, and she's like, "No, chill. No one asked you to do any of this stuff. You're not being as helpful as you think. If you want to survive, you know, you don't waste all your energy all the time. Survival is a lazy thing." and uh no different well it should
1: be right up our alley then this should be good
0: <laughs> dude the, the, it, i don't know pa- how to i'm do wondering this. about
1: patrick like, like because um so we're really rough in it i feel like we're not bringing any food or water mm-hmm. but patrick doesn't have to rough it he didn't sign up for that i'm wondering right. like I, we need to talk to patrick because i <clears throat> i need to know like what kind of luggage he's bringing his camera gear his batteries all that shit like we need to sort all that out and also like Needs to be like, hey man, um, what are you gonna do about food for the next five days? Cause it'd be cool with us if you had like a sandwich or some spam or you know some Snickers bars or something. But like, other than that, you're you're. I don't like. I don't want to have to shoot squirrel for Patrick. Like, I, like like if there's extra squirrel, you can have some. But yeah. he doesn't get any survival squirrel. If there's one squirrel, I'm not <laughs> splitting it four ways. That's all
0: I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, you're not, you don't have any rules, so bring some food. Yeah, bring some yeah. food.
1: I think that's a good way to put it to him. Like, hey, man, just so you know, like, you don't have to survive with us, and we won't be helping you survive out there. So just act accordingly. How's he going (laughs) to charge his gear? I imagine he's got quite a few batteries, but even professionals
0: don't have enough for all of this. So he needs access to a car. And I have an inverter in my, I think I have your inverter in my truck. I think you left it there in the, in the whitewater rafting trip. It's possible. And I've had Um, it ever since you can have it back. <laughs> I, I've got two of them. I, I don't know. I,
1: yeah, um, but I got we, one that looks like a coffee cup. Anyway. If we take uh, my
0: truck, which we totally could, um, it, it'd be, I don't know how long is the, but well, we don't know exactly where we're camping yet. But you, you don't think exactly it's about 20 minutes yet. from your house, right?
1: So the one that, uh, the big place that uh, that I think is, is, is pretty ideal, other than I haven't nailed down exactly where the fuck we're going to go in there. Um, it looks like we could park, quite close to the truck, like 15 or 20 minutes. Because like, basically, the, the, the roads are like wilderness roads. So anytime you're on the road, you're in the middle of nowhere. So once you get to the spot you want to be, you kind of just get off and start walking. And every step you take is just another... It's not like every step you take is getting you farther away from people. Every step you take is just getting you farther away from the road. Because you're already kind of wilderness area.
0: It might make sense to bring like a the tank bring some gasoline and just know i've got all the idling that you could want you know he can he can charge off that truck forever
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know if it's five hours a day it doesn't matter just yeah, a thought. I don't,
1: yeah i do yeah i hear you yeah that'd be good um i think it'll work uh we gotta nail down the nitty-gritty stuff like where we're gonna meet and how we're gonna get everything situated and where stuff's gonna be left and uh all that stuff and like when mm-hmm. timing and everything because I know Jesus is coming to you up in North Carolina and the two of you are meeting up and coming down here and I'm picking him up at the airport and bringing him back here and then we're all coordinating and going somewhere so we just need to nail yeah. all that down but I think, I think it'll be
0: good everyone will land at your place on Sunday at some time that'll be yeah. That. and uh, yeah maybe we pick up Patrick and Kitty's car just a thought I don't know if that's an option but she might be better if we were to go with four people does that make sense
1: yeah, yeah, maybe so.
0: If your truck's not fixed, uh, your truck would be perfect. Yeah,
1: yeah, I hear you. I, I'm just thinking about like, like Kitty's gonna be gone then anyway. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, Dude, I keep even finding tell myself
0: her. wanting it today. So we carpool now. Um, so that it's nice because Hope's like, I want to say her school's like forty minutes away and then thirty minutes back. Sometimes it's almost an hour, and. um uh, now that we split it with another family, there's just a lot less driving cuts in half and um, this morning, I was the driver, and then <coughs> I needed to go to Apex and get an air compressor, but my air compressor it's almost six feet tall like you could you know what a 60 gallon air compressor looks like mm-hmm. and uh, there was this big fight. I wanted to take my truck because I knew I'd be able to bring it home in the truck, whereas with the forerunner, I wasn't sure, and everyone was fussing at me that I couldn't possibly have people sit in the back of the Tacoma. It's like, damn it if I had a my dream truck, you know, a full-sized American truck with four doors, then this would be fine. And now here's a, like, fast forward, like, six days, I need it again. Like, it would be the ideal thing to pick up Patrick in the at the airport with and carry four grown men. Uh, it'd be ideal for the camping trip, etc. I don't know. I want yeah. it. Yeah. I, uh... I hope mine gets fixed
1: this time. This will be the third time the transmission's been rebuilt or replaced. I replaced it once and rebuilt it another time and rebuilt the transfer case as well. Um, So we'll see. I've been just not wanting to do it because I'm just so angry at the whole situation, but we'll see what they find. They said there wasn't any fluid in it again. Uh, when they when they open it up, so uh, right now it's got first and second gear. They're saying there's some electric, uh, there's some solenoids that uh, have something to do with the gear changing that could be the issue. They're looking into that now, because hmm. um, right now it's got like first and second gear, and the tachometer's not responding, and like there's a traction control warning and a uh, check transmission light. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's super bizarre. I, I, I worry that American trucks aren't as good as I want them to be. I think it's just this one. This one in particular is just the, the a, a, a lemon. That's what's going on here. Because
0: that Tacoma, I never worry about it at all. It does everything I ask it to. Everything. Just don't even bother. It's fine. It, it's perfect. And my wife's car, I, I feel like we've repaired stuff here and there. Uh, mostly because I was lazy. Lately, I've been fixing it myself. And uh, But it, it, both of them just go. She's about to hit 200,000 miles. She's at like 198, 199. And uh, I'm at one thirty mid something.
1: 2002 uh, Silverado has 240 thousand miles on it, and it's it's that's
0: good it's good too. Just,
1: just fuel pumps, and my dad's got another 2002 Silverado, and I think it's like one ninety thousand, and it's mm. the same thing. Like, I think it's th- it's just the, it's it's the one that I've got is just a it's just a lemon. It really is. That's that's all there is to it. It's repeated issues but with the transfer case or the transmission.
0: Yeah, and I don't um, know what to buy in particular. I really like the look of the Dodges, but I have the least amount of confidence in them, like quality-wise. Yeah. Um, uh, I could go <clears> new, and that would be a thing. But if I were to go new, that'd be kind of all I got, right? You know, you got a new truck, that's it. I could get one at like 20-something or in the 20s or really low 30s, and then maybe have something else as a daily driver. Uh
1: you get a very nice truck for $20,000, 20 half, you ton. know, 2025. 20,
0: yeah. If you try to get a 3 quarter oh. ton, which would be ideal, then cuz like even I, now I'm, I don't think you need that. You don't you don't need a 250. So here's the thought process behind that. One, I'd like to be able to tow my tractor. Uh, you know, even right now I'm thinking about getting a backhoe. I need to take my tractor to the place and I've got the trailer Hi. for it. Right? Why do you need these things? Why do I need a backhoe? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I don't know that I can fully justify the cost of backhoe. But here's the thing. Lining our driveway, we have like 30 trees, maybe more. And um, they got infected with some sort of like parasite. And almost half of them are dying. And they're not the trees we want anyway. So we were talking about digging them up and planting uh, like some sort of blossoming like cherry tree or pear tree or something like that mm-hmm. so that's a lot of holes and a lot of trees you're digging up and we've got a handful of stumps around the property that's a thing i have a um propane tank that sits next to the the private driveway and um the people won't bury what it. you need have to bury is it yourself
1: you need to hire someone with a backhoe
0: that's and that, then, that's definitely a job where you want to to, to rent some equipment or, or hire someone to come work for you. And then for the shop we're building, I need to run a water line and power lines, right? And that needs, to, of course, go underground. And I just feel like I two days know. worth
1: of work, two or three days worth of work with a piece of equipment. Uh, that backhoe is, and, and
0: you're talking about. I mean, an excavator is expensive, and like you just don't use it all that time, all that much. Uh, see, it might be. It'd be six grand. That's what in the sixes, It's six something is what it would cost to put a backhoe on my tractor. I I quoted it out, and uh, so it'd be in the sixes. Is it cheaper to hire it? Like, Do I have $6,000 worth of work to do? I bet with the trees we're getting close. There was a guy who lived near my dad, and when
1: my dad had like Big jobs to do that needed a, a, a real hole dug. Uh, this guy had a legit excavator. There was one time when there's a creek that goes under his driveway mm-hmm. and there was a big storm and it washed all that out. like the pipe went away, the, the, the road caved in and it was just a river and you know you, you couldn't get across and this guy came in and, and anytime there was a project like that, but it was just a couple hundred dollars a day. like he'd come in and work for three or four or five hours and the guy's a professional with it, so three or four hours out of him, you get a lot of stuff done and it would be a couple hundred bucks and that was the day. Um, but something like bearing that, that propane tank that's a that's a, that's like a
0: you you paused for me. I'm that job in minutes. Like it's, it's
1: oh, can you hear how about
0: now? Uh you just got you back.
1: Uh, I was just saying, like, like burying that propane tank is, you know, that that's like a a couple minute long job.
0: Oh, hello there. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Nice Hi. of you to come over here. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> for the audio listeners, his camera zooms in so every so often, and it only yeah. happens when he's with me. I don't know why. But I don't know. It, you, uh, you probably don't use the camera no. much with other people.
1: No, no, never. So, um, but, I think it's just for, just for the show, really.
0: Yeah, but anyway, so. You're right. Like I swear a pro would bury a propane tank in like 25 minutes or something like that, right? Like he'd have that whole dug It'd be no big deal. I called Suburban Propane asking them to do a buried tank and they're like we won't, you know, we need like she said there was rock in our ground or something like that and uh um I had to have someone else dig the hole. I I don't know. But it, it basically I was thinking about getting a How backbone. do they refill it if you So were you going to
1: I, I don't know how this works. There are buried you,
0: propane tanks, and they. Do you need have, a new propane tank. You do, um, but the ours is leased, so we would just say take it back, yeah. and um, okay. th- th- you know That's the nice motivation nice. one. I don't like the look of the propane tank. It looks like we've got a bomb <laughs> sitting in the yeah. In I don't the, like in it. Yard, either. yeah, and um, the other part of it is when you lease a tank, you have to go to this place, and uh, we just got a bill for a thousand bucks for propane, and. Uh, I looked it up and it looked like they charge us $3 a gallon for propane when the going rate is like two fifteen. And it's like, well, fuck. That was like $300 they raped us on the propane. You can negotiate that price. When you lease it, there's not a lot you can do. I
1: could talk to him. Um, maybe it's a different situation. Maybe my dad owns his tanks. So in his case, he has enormous tanks. They're like much bigger around than like the standard house size one. And they're like three or four times as long. Like, five thousand gallons is in my head. Okay. But anyway, um, like he negotiates his price, and like I know, like a nick, cause like a nickel here and there with the amount of gas he uses in the winter is pretty big deal. He'll use thousands of gallons of gas in the winter. Yeah, I.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So I was talking. I was thinking of buying a propane tank, burying it, and being good. So. Yeah, I think
1: he used like nine thousand dollars worth of gas uh, in a month, something like that. It's a lot of gas that is a lot of gas
0: yeah that's a <laughs> it's a business what is he using it for
1: heating the uh heating Heat. the uh the how the the, the poultry houses i think recently they switched to natural gas and ran natural gas to him and so now he can go either way whichever's cheaper i think
0: my prediction is natural gas will be cheaper most of the time it, it is cheaper yeah, yeah. i um, think he fabricated some stuff it, one thing nice about propane though it oh never mind i was gonna say it's going to say, if the power goes out, you have propane still. But that's true with natural gas as well. Um, sometimes the survival prep people like propane because they're completely self-sufficient. But you're getting into a spot where... cut that
1: line. All <laughs> I got to do is turn it off.
0: <laughs> right? Like, in a, in a real shit-hits-the-fan situation, propane is good. But that's not usually something that I weigh heavily in my decisions.
1: Yeah, me either. Like, like um, I always like to separate myself from the... So like I don't mind the prepping thing. Knock there's just so out. many like gun guys. There's I don't know how to say this. Like gun guys uh, encompasses a big group of people, um, and, and uh, I'm somewhere in the middle there, probably farther on the right in, in, in that spectrum than 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 the more moderate side because. I like I like suppressors and machine guns and explosives and all that crazy stuff. but like those like crazy prepper guys who like think that like the government's gonna fall apart any minute now and you need to be prepared now. like why don't you have ten thousand rounds now? Like why don't you have fifty gallons of honey right now? like i'm not I'm not on the same page as them. like I don't think our militia group is gonna be necessary anytime soon, uh, like in a practical kind of way in my local area. I don't I, I just don't. Buy into mm-hmm. all that. I love the idea of, like, yeah, I got fucking 10,000 rounds of ammo there because Murica. Like, I got no problem <laughs> with that. Like, that's all you got to say is Murica. Like, I'm like, like <laughs> yeah. on board with that, that immediately. Like, oh, you got, I don't stockpile ammo anymore. I stack pile kegs of powder and components. I can reload 8 million rounds of ammunition now on any, any configuration I want. I'm not gonna laugh at you. I'm gonna say America. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Super self-sufficient ammo forever. But like, if you if you're like, wait till them black helicopters come. Got old Betsy here with this armor piercing ammo and this is like well, what the fuck, man? They're just gonna bomb you out if you become a big enough problem. Like, let's let's not fight the federal government today. Like that, there,
0: that's that's not a good idea. There's that, the fighting federal government, or just the whole like, oh the whole the federal government will be gone. It'll be chaos. It'll be, you know, chaos. um uh Mad Max? I think that's what I'm yeah, talking for, Yeah, Rogue right? Warrior, Mad Max days. Yeah, yeah, like that's what's coming. That's Walking why dead. That's why my building is, you know, armor-plated. And that's why, you know, we, like we've got a shipping container with armor-plating that we can live in. And, and you know, you can't get in here and all this crazy stuff. And um, yeah, the, I saw the guy, he was a prepper, he was on some TV show. And he had an armor-plated shipping container. And it, and it was safe up to 22. Safe up to 22? Motherfucker? You know, like I got shit around here that'll kill you pretty dead. That's not safe at all. What he was
1: said he was claiming that the the, the Connex box was like some sort of a gun protection. He like, he uh, buffed up like,
0: his Connex box a little oh. bit, so now I could. He was able to shoot it with a twenty-two and have it not go through. And it's like I I got handguns that'll go through. That'll punch better than twenty-two. That's true, right? I got a. Oh, all I have. Yeah. is, I think 357 is the best I have. That be 22. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 357. You go like 1400,
1: 1500 feet per second. Um, yeah, that'll yeah. I'll probably get you. And that's a
0: handgun. 100. Yeah, have to talk Definitely about. Definitely so. It. I
1: like the 357 cartridge. That's a that's a, a cool cartridge.
0: It's fast. It's powerful. You can kill a deer with that. I like um, lever guns are the thing that I'd like to have more of. Like that, I think that'd be fun to have some lever guns. I, uh, I don't have any. I've got twenty two or two. I have one, but it loads from the barrel. I really want yeah. one that loads from the side.
1: I had one like that growing up, like one of the um, it was a thirty mm-hmm. thirty. And uh, uh, no complaints. I liked it. I think Mossberg makes like a tactical lever action that's got Picatinny Rails.
0: You and, love the uh, tactical stuff. It's not my cup of tea.
1: Well, it's not that I want to get like ta- it's just like I like the Picatinny rails. That that allows you to really easily mount attachments. So like on my 3030 lever action, I would definitely want an optic. So like and and most of the traditional ones just have regular sights. You know, there's not a anything to mount to up there. It's it would just be iron sights. I want I want a scope on mine. I, and you know, a light would be and I start thinking like practically, what am I ever going to use a lever action 3030 for? And the only thing that jumps to mind is like shooting pigs. It would be perfect for that. It's a big, fat, slow cartridge. You'd have, like, follow-up shots, tactical pig gun out of my thirty thirty. Like, Like, that's what I would... That's the the way I would go if I wanted one.
0: I, um... Most thing... Most likely thing I would shoot is, like, paper or a tree or something. And, uh... The tree doesn't bleed. <laughs> I know, right? It's so boring. But, um... Uh... The truthful... I... I... I guess I just want the kind of gun I've seen in westerns. That's what's attractive to me. Uh... I... I... I don't see myself dressing up in, you know, cowboy action like they do for those competitions, but... I wish one guy at those things came in there and, like, dressed
1: like, I-, I don't know, like a hipster or something. Like, he didn't give a fuck about all that cowboy bullshit. He had all the guns and stuff, but he was just like, just dressed like a hipster or something. I, I-, I hate it when they're dressed up like cowboys out there doing
0: that It should be stuff. full top hat like, <laughs> a tight button-down shirt, hipster, uh, or fedora. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see Hippie. I think that'd be fun. If guy came in there all flower-powered and, and did his thing. Tie-dye? Yeah, especially if he was the best. If he showed up all tie-dye and just beat everyone, that'd be fun. But uh, um, somehow, I think you need to
1: kill something, too. I think we, we need to go on a hunting trip. I, need, we, I think we need to go on a hunting trip where we kill, like, something that's as big as we are, like a, a pig or a... a, a like I have no interest We in could do an dude. African safari! Nah. <laughs> like, like, nah. Um, as far as killing things go and like not having public outcry, those wild pigs in Texas are honestly perfect. Mm-hmm, They're mm-hmm. a PR dream come true if you're a hunter. That's the big thing with being, with a hunter is there's there's this whole like politically correct thing and like, are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you eating, are you eating the hooves? Did you eat the hooves? <laughs> Did you eat them? Did you waste the hooves? Like, murder! Like, like you don't yeah. want anybody yelling you at you. You need to make hoof like, soup. Yeah, or glue or something. Like, you don't want anybody <laughs> judging your, your hunting. You want to do it in a way that, like, it's going to offend as few people as possible, even though you're killing a fucking animal. So, picking those pigs is like, ah, oh, here's a non indigenous, invasive species that's, like, doing damage to people pets um, livestock and uh, crops like it's it's perfect like it not only that it's ugly if you look at them they're all smelly and they've got long hair and they look hideous they got tusks (laughs) Uh, so like they're perfect and uh, I think we should go kill some of those even if it's not like a PKA trip or anything like we should just go to Texas uh, and find a place to go and like go for like three days and just go kill some like even if it's not a helicopter or anything like that I think you need to kill a thing with one of your guns you got all those guns you've never killed a thing with them
0: and that's what they're for, except for that one squirrel. I won't retell the squirrel story, but yeah, there was a dying yeah. squirrel. Shot him, put him out of his yeah. I, I
1: think I, I think um, it's it's a lot of fun. It sounds maybe it sounds morbid to some people, but it's a lot of fun looking through the crosshairs and it's you know your heart's racing and it's a do or die moment literally and yeah. you know, you kill a big animal.
0: I'd do it. I'm trying to think. I, I think I'd need a new gun or borrow because that would you no use problem. a two two three. Yeah, so, sure. Oh, if a 223 is good, then I'm set. I got a bunch. Yeah. Uh, If a 233 is not good, then I need like a a 308 or something. I don't know.
1: I would probably, like if we went together, then like I I definitely got enough cool shit to outfit us both with something neat. So probably we'd probably take like AR-10s, semi-automatic 308. It's like an AR-15, but it's Mm -hmm. 308 instead. Like probably take something like that. That's what I took last time and it was highly effective. (laughs) But yeah. I've also shot him with 223, and that was also highly effective. That expensive ammo that you can get, like hunting ammo, that's like 40 bucks a box, and you're paying like two dollars a shot for 223. But holy smokes, it yeah, I, it's like this bullshit black tip ballistic uh, tip stuff. But hmm. I was sh- when I was shooting those things out of the helicopter with my ACR, like and I shot him once and he dropped, and then he you know he twisted a little, but we just shot him again. But everybody else was using 308s. It's it's it really doesn't matter what you take. It's that's the fun of it. Like in my head, in a dream scenario, if I were doing helicopter hunting, I'd bring an arsenal, right? Like I I bring my semi-automatic shotgun with the stick magazines and and be shooting buckshot and just dun 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 dun, dun buckshot. And then I'd have like my three-round burst
0: uh, AUG A3, you know, machine gunning stuff. Like what was that fully automatic shotgun? The video got a lot of views. AA12. AA12. Do you own an AA12
1: or is that just no. borrowed? That's uh, that's the guy who owns those, like, only one person owns an AA-12, it's the guy who, uh, so AA stands for Atchison Automatic, it mm-hmm. was the Atchinson Automatic 12 gauge, the guy from Georgia invented the thing, uh, came up with the whole thing, and then this guy named Jerry Baber bought the designs and the uh, the whole thing from him, he lives in Tennessee and using high speed photography and he was already an engineer, kind of eccentric genius kind of guy. He uh, he perfected the thing. He got the timing right on it. That was a big problem with the reliability. But he's the only one that has any at all. He uh, he only does overseas military sales, and he he'll, he'll rent. Them
0: I lost you. To, uh, what, what did you say after he only does overseas 52. military sales?
1: Ah, oh, where did you lose me?
0: Uh, he only does. And overse- he
1: rents to uh, to film. And for films and movies and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's charging like a quarter million dollars a day to like get the things uh, out there <laughs> to be filmed. So, yeah, nobody owns one. I was I was talking to him one time. <laughs> Hello. <there. laughs> I was talking to him once about like making a semi-automatic version, and and he said he didn't like the uh, the liability that came along with that. He hated the idea of someone like doing something criminal with his gun because it's been such a, a lifelong kind of pet project of his. He really is in love with the thing. He doesn't need it for financial gain or anything like that he just loves the project and and i was like well look we'll we'll rebrand it as something else we'll license it differently and it won't technically be you doing it he's like no 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 don't want to do it so like he's got no interest in selling any
0: what's next to you on the couch there above your to me your left shoulder
1: uh kunan 357 magnum
0: 1911 um it's uh is it loaded no it's the, uh, it's the full most of your guns are unloaded around the house, right? Like, there's always a gun next to you, but they tend to be unloaded, right? Um, well, like, I like to – so there's no need for all of them to be loaded because I feel
1: like that's irresponsible and because uh, only one or two of them really need to be loaded so in case I needed to, like, defend myself or something like that. Um, so, like, there's a Glock in my bedroom drawer, with, you know, loaded up, and there's a 1911 in, my, in one of my cars, and uh, there's a 357 Magnum in the other one. And I got my Chris Vector over there in, uh, you know, in the corner, and it's loaded. But that's it. Everything else is unloaded. Um, I don't know. There's guns all around me right now. Like the wall over there is covered with guns. That's a 50 cal barrel there. Hmm. That's a 12-gauge tw- barrel there. <laughs> like, I just kind of got them scattered around right now. They're Most everywhere. of mine.
0: So I have, I have only two safes. Uh, there's a little handgun safe in one of those closets behind me, and then the rest are by the bedroom. So we have a different situation.
1: Definitely so. I I, I have a uh, a scattering concept that I like to use. With mine. <laughs> I need to get them all together. I'm still. Um, I don't want to get into that now. But yeah. Uh, I guess that's it, right? As far as the survival trip, I think we covered all that with yeah, Patrick and everything.
0: I, the survival trip still sneaking up on me. Gotta gotta really plan my stuff. I was thinking. I, I don't want to promise this, but I might do a day in the life tomorrow. And if I do. I'll totally include a little prep work, you know, take an inventory of what I have, what I need, stuff like that. And um, because I think if I order everything by tomorrow, by Wednesday, I'm sure to have it by Saturday and we leave Sunday.
1: I uh, I'm trying to think what I've ordered recently. I uh, I I got some uh, pants seem like a a, a no brainer, but I wasn't sure what kind of pants to wear. And I found like these uh, Rothko Vietnam jungle pants and I love them. They're, uh, they're kind of baggy. I feel they, they breathe well. They've got uh, those really big cargo pockets on them. They've got like an automatic belt built into them that'll like cinch up on the sides because the, the sizes are like small, medium, large. There's no mm-hmm. waist sizes. And uh, they just look like they'll be perfect for this. I got those. But I want a shirt. I want like undershirts that are like that breathing fabric, like dry fit. And then I want like an over shirt that's like a button up or something.
0: I want more tough clothes like it almost all the things i wear when i like do construction or yard work or whatever are things i used to wear daily and got demoted to you know junk clothes and uh you need some car hearts yeah i'm starting to think like you know what i, just,
1: I bet you'd look good like that like like i bet jackie'd like this like <laughs> rustic dude i'm not even kidding like you should uh, so you should be rustic woody like that, that'd be a whole new thing so do you the get beard. Like the beard for sure You'd have like one of those Carhartt jackets that's kind of like the khaki color, mm-hmm. um, maybe like denim underneath. I'm thinking denim for you. And some Carhartt jeans, but, but also the uh, the khaki colored jeans that Carhartt makes, like not the blue jeans, I
0: think. A lot of my daily clothes are really cheap. Like, oh, I was going to say, <laughs> like, I was about to say, I bet this shirt was like $4. But this shirt was free. (laughs) This shirt was seven thousand dollars. They gave it to me because I donated. It was a charity thing. But um, yeah. So depending on how you count it, but uh, uh, a lot of my shirts are cheap. Yeah. Hey Kyle, up uh, up came close again. Gonna come close to you. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) So uh, um, yeah, a lot of my clothes. it, It just means they're cheap and they're they're not really ideal for tough things. Like, it, it, maybe this camping trip is a good opportunity for me to buy, like, two pairs of pants. Then I'll have some I, tough clothes. I was
1: looking at, um, I couldn't find the uh, a button-up shirt that I wanted exactly. And then I stumbled upon the Bear Grylls survival shirt. And I'm not going to get it because, A, I think it's, like, $70. And, B, it's the Bear Grylls survival shirt, which seems super lame, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked, like, exactly what I wanted. Like, if it, if it didn't say Bear Grylls, I'd buy it. Like the only reason I don't want the Bear Grylls survival shirt is because it is a Bear Grylls survival <laughs> shirt. Everything else about it is very appealing to me. I like the look of it, the utilitarian, the the utility uh, aspects that it brings along, the fabric, everything. But it's the Bear Grylls shirt. He seems like
0: the fake suburbanite version of a survival person, right? And, well, it, and his show I is don't. fake, and it's it's just he's, he's a legit act.
1: guy though. He was SAS. He climbed Mount Everest. Like like those aren't small feats. True. I, 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 I think his show was just more entertainment than substance. Uh, but it I, wasn't I think billed that's... as that.
0: If it was billed no. as look at this crazy guy doing funny things in the woods. And that'd be one thing. i, I just enjoy his antics. But it was always billed as, this is how you survive. And then it's like ridiculous risks, you know, like <laughs> you know, if you need to get down a river, don't walk next to the river. No, no, no. That's too slow. Jump in the fucking white water rapids, hanging on don't to a hurry, log. Oh, built
1: me a boat.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, I, you know, I
1: Remember when he was climbing up those vines out of that crevasse, like with a river in the bottom of it? Like it was crazy. Yeah, like he, it, he was drinking water out of rhino shit and like, yeah. like. Perfect. He gave himself an enema. He gave himself. He <laughs> all right. So here's the great one. Like I didn't yeah. know this. This I feel like this is a bit of a survival skill. Maybe he's on his. He was surviving on like a raft at sea, and of course there's no fucking fresh water, and he's giving himself saltwater enemas because apparently that works. And, like, your butthole won't absorb the salt or something? I don't know. Like, is that a way for people to drink salt water? It seemed like it as he was ramming the tube up his ass <laughs> on the boat. And he moaned and groaned as he did it. He, he was like, ah, just bent over think of home. And, like, like got in the missionary <laughs> position and shoved, like, an inch tube up his ass. It wasn't, like, some three-eighths inch, like, water hose. No, it was, like, one-inch clear plastic tubing that he, like, wormed up his butthole to give himself a saltwater enema at sea that guy's i i admit that i guess he built himself as like you know man versus wild that that that's the name of the fucking show but like i always kind of noticed that there was a lot of entertainment built in i didn't realize he was staying at hotels or anything like that of course until it all came out disappointing
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know about the hotels and such until it came out. I'm reading about saltwater animals now, um, but I I could yeah. instantly tell that a lot of the tips he was giving were total bullshit. And it just so happens I went off roading a lot when I first started watching his show, and one of my off roading buddies was a seer. Are you familiar with Sears?
1: You've told. What does it stand for? You've told a me survival
0: before. evade something in Escape, uh, Rescue and Escape, I think, S-E-R-E. And um, basically his job was to teach downed pilots and people who might otherwise find themselves behind enemy lines, how to survive off the land until they're rescued and how to resist torture. That was another thing that he was an expert in. And, um, but basically like he was, he was like, his job would be, he was the guy that would teach a Bear grills how to survive off the land. Uh, he was Bill. Girls was SAS. When he went for training, he would go to somebody like a seer. Now, of course, he's British, but whatever. Um, so, so you know, I was asking this guy, like, you know, like this guy's drinking his own urine. Can you drink your own urine? I saw it in Fight Club. They said it's sterile. And he would be like, No, drinking your own urine is not a good thing. It is too salty. Your body needs a lot of fluid to get the salts out of a fluid. You know, that's why, like, you know, you have, like, fluid retention. You blow it up if you eat a lot of salty foods and such. If you drink your urine, which is incredibly salty, it's not too far from salt water. He's like, it's just not a good survival tactic. All right. This guy knows shit. And uh, he would would start our campfires, too. He had a good technique. Yeah. He used a... He had a big knife. Not too different from that SOG knife that, that you used to have and that I still do. Um... And he would use a log, and he would hit it and make smaller logs and stuff. It turned it into pretty much an axe. It was pretty Hmm. cool. Anyway, so uh, this guy would sit there and debunk Bear Gryllis all the time, and it gave me kind of a different look at him.
1: Hmm.
0: But it's grills, right? Yeah. Like multiple cooking implements, grills. Yep. All right. I think I can burn that one in. (laughs) 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 All right so well that's about an hour gosh yeah. this survival trip is creeping up on us i'm excited. i think we might miss a pka and pkn we might try to do something on
1: site I, yeah i feel like we can film the pkn on site I, I feel like that would be really easy like dirty video of like you know that, that mm-hmm. he could shoot and edit together for us the upload on
0: it might be weird i, don't, I it yeah, we have no idea what There's a of po- like, There's a 4G. potential
1: possibility that, like, we could upload it using 4G.
0: I, I think that could be done. <clears throat> I think it'd be smart if I just brought a Mac and some cables and stuff and see what we get.
1: Yeah, and maybe could do it from the truck. There's definitely 4G, yeah. Um, and, like, back there. I can't speak to, like, once you put it into the woods, but I would think so. Like, I was driving around back there, like, texting pictures and stuff.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it might break the vibe, but if we were, if we had access to the truck, we could even drive to the top of a hill or something and get 4G, get the upload done, then come back and get to to surviving.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the upload would be like on an hour-long HD video, though. You know,
0: it, it seems like I know, in this area, 4G is like five megabit upload or something. Like it's pretty good. I okay. Don't know what we'll, the we'll voice- see how it
1: goes. You know, maybe maybe but we're out there like, hey, it's PKN time. Fuck PKN! KN. Lay it on the ground. Try. Patrick's dead! <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna film it? <laughs> First chance! <laughs>
0: Jesus, He's, eating, there. Patrick. He's <laughs>
1: eating Patrick! He's eating Patrick!
0: He's putting the, the like, lines under his eyes. <laughs>
1: I, I, <laughs> I'm bringing some face paint. I'm not sure why yet, but I just feel like I feel like it could be funny in a video. Just like like day one, and like Chiz is over there, all
0: all like like war painted out or something like that. So I'll bring my face paint. We're gonna have some fun. It's gonna be good, dude. Here's the thing. I, I I don't know what Chiz is gonna have no gear. Here's the thing you might not know about Chiz. He is cheap, like cheapity cheap. I don't know if you know anyone as cheap as Chiz. Chiz will buy cigarettes. Chiz will buy. Not anymore.
1: Cigarettes. Oh, so no, cigarettes are out, huh? So Chiz buys snacks and.
0: bus tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. I shouldn't talk about it. Ch- Chiz is hoarding cash. And, uh, pretty effectively. And, um,. Like one of those
1: chipmunks that keeps shoving another one,
0: <laughs> he just I tell you, if you give that guy a dollar next year, like you know pretending that he doesn't invest it or anything, he'll still have ninety eight cents like he, he lives off nothing he He does nothing but earn money that's his that's his passion and interest and uh and that's what he's up to lately, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Like when he goes camping, I can totally picture him just like shivering on a pile of leaves, being like, "I didn't have to buy a sleeping bag." <laughs>
1: <You know? laughs> if um, you, you should take his ass to Dick's Sporting Goods or Gander Mountain or Grady's Outdoor Sports or whatever it may be, and and be and show him the shit he needs to get. My dad's friend is so is so frugal that like he won't buy himself a pair of boots. His boots were worn out, and my dad's telling me he's like. I, won't say, I guess I won't say the guy's name. He's like, he's like, he needs some new boots. And I was like, well, you know, why does he buy some boots? He's like, he won't spend the fucking money on the boots. I, I was like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to have to buy him some boots, but I don't want to <laughs> embarrass him. I was like, well, we figured out how to do it. I was like, well, go buy yourself a pair and then tell him that his were free tell them they were buy one get one free and then give him a pair of boots and i saw him the other day with like a brand new pair of timberlands on and i'm just like oh it like, <laughs> like, was literally so cheap to, that he wouldn't buy, buy a pair of boots so dad had to buy him a pair of boots
0: i need a pair of boots i've been wearing hiking i guess you call them boots but i've been wearing hiking boots to do work around the stable and stuff and it's mm-hmm. just i don't know it, it, you've done some construction before steel toe boots become a tool it's like having a sledgehammer on. If I carry something heavy, I like to drop it on my feet. Well, not drop it, but like put it down on my feet, get my delicate fingers out, and then pull my feet, you know, the, out the last inch. Um, if, you know, if you step on a nail, you know, the, the soles kind of like give you a little warning or something. Like if you step on a nail with a sneaker, that sucker pokes right through. If you have a work boot... It might not poke through, or if it does, you you know you stepped on something. You get like, a chance to you, react, you back back off before you need a tetanus shot. Thank you. And uh, I'm just like, I need some boots. I have some boots, but they got the dog chewed on them. And
1: I bought some boots a while back. They're not exactly hiking boots, but they're 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 cat like caterpillar boots, mm-hmm. uh, like the like the bulldozer company. I like them a lot. I, I like those boots. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're just a little bit different. I think they were priced about the same as like. The, the Timberlands, I don't know, 80 bucks or something. But I like, I prefer these, and they were different. They, they, I just like that they look different. they were good.
0: Pillar boots. I read that good boots last like 20 years or something. And at the time, my feet were hurting because I was wearing bad boots. And it was like every day because I was wearing them in the shop to do woodworking. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to get myself a good, solid pair of American boots that are supposed to last like 20, 25 years, like, you know, at my usage anyway, and, uh, and do that. And then, like whatever, five years in, the dog chewed on them in such a way that now it's it's uh you know at the very top of the boot there's usually like a fluffy part by your Achilles tendon that's chewed up now and now it's a scratchy part that kind of like and I'm it's like so no good yeah I just what about cat do you like uh, now were these like lace ups they were lace up they're Red Wings if you've heard of that how brand do you f- okay
1: that uh, how do you feel about cowboy boots though like like slip on. I'm, not necessarily,
0: like, Western style, but right. just... Uh, I'm totally down with the concept. I worry that they'll be loose. Like, they just can't be as supportive, right?
1: I like them. Um, I've worn Georgia boots, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, they come up to, like... Uh, I don't know. Where's my foot start, though, right? I don't know. They
0: come up to, like, here somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so definitely not um, the back of your knee, but they come up high-ish.
1: Well, they're cow a lot. Yeah, definitely not all the way up. Yeah, yeah, not like riding boots or something, but I like them. They 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 always fit tightly enough on me. They get hot though. They they're really hot. They don't breathe. You know, it's solid leather. There's no there's no breathing at all. There's no there's not even the, you know, holes for laces in the tongue and all that. Like that doesn't exist. So, that was my biggest complaint
0: with like full cowboy boots, I guess, was that they just don't breathe. That's a thing too. I think my feet might be sweatier than most people's feet. That's kind of yucky to talk about. But um I'm really sensitive to hot shoes. I'm always looking for a cooler version, even in the winter. I've never had shoes that were too cold. Never. Uh, always too hot.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, of course, I'd I'm not sure what style.
1: kind of footwear I'm going to wear for this. I don't think it particularly matters, um, depending on, like, if it's w- wet or somewhere. If we're walking around a creek, it might be nice to have something that would work there. But, like, I'm either going to wear those boots. Probably going to wear those boots. I'm going to wear those boots. And I'm going to wear my-, my
0: hiking boots, and I'm going to bring a pair of flip-flops. I'll bring those mandals so, that I had last time yeah. those keen
1: those Keen sandals those it's, things are $120 I love those things that, that's <laughs> my favorite pair of footwear they're hideous but the they, they're, they're utilitarian. they utilitarian like, they, they do a
0: job yeah, as a matter of fact I think actually one of the biggest differences in your water crossing ability compared to mine uh, I think the shoes played a big factor
1: oh yeah, when we are walking across yeah. probably probably yeah
0: that and i don't know if my pack was any heavier or whatever or i think i might have just been more concerned about getting my pack wet i felt like it was death if i just tipped over and all my gear got soaked that was was a fear too yeah yeah
1: it was uh it was that water was fast that was i went and i showed uh showed my girlfriend that video the other day and she was laughing Uh, she was like why don't you cut it off i was like i had to go get him i was like (laughs) i I didn't know if he was gonna make it
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i don't know i i i i I wasn't scared of being hurt or drowning or anything because I could easily just take the pack off. Uh, I was scared of getting all my gear wet; like that would have been a big concern to me.
1: It was, I, I it was hard to like navigate yourself across because there were big boulders and loose wobbly big, rocks, and wobbly then there'd be a sandbar and it would like drop boulders. off. Boulders,
0: like big wobbly algae-covered boulders. It was really difficult to get any kind of bearing with, like. And And when you picked your foot up,
1: the current wanted to pull it away. So Mm -hmm. as you're trying to step and place it, you know, normally you lean with your body weight and you're kind of like falling forward And when you walk. But that doesn't work here. You have to, like, fight the current with your foot as you place it gingerly. And you couldn't see the
0: bottom. So you're blindly feeling what might be there in your next step. And that was – if you could see the bottom, that would probably help a ton with your planning. But instead, you didn't know what – you didn't know – and it got deep in a hurry, right? So it would go from like knee deep to thigh deep in a step. And, it was awful. And then if it goes it was from, so cold. If it goes from knee deep to thigh deep in a step, what's the next step? You don't know. Right? Could be head high. <laughs> could be knee could again. Be ankle. Could be anything. Yeah, it was really tricky. You know, and, yeah, and like was... if you could see, you might even step over the deep part. You know, like I'd take a big step and just go from knee to knee. But uh, you couldn't see and you didn't know what was going on and yeah, it's very tricky. That
1: was fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to this next Dude, trip. Dude, we'll we're get, doing get, it again. There, and this
0: will be like I'm kind of excited about, it. and I, I'm, <laughs> I, I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of gathering some life experiences. You know, like I feel like we'll talk about this thing, or at least it, it'll be burned into your head till death. There'll be that time that you did survival in the woods for a week. Yeah, we're, we'll we will remember this experience for quite some time, regardless of how it goes. Um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll be, be cool. Uh, all right. Well, that was PKN episode 54. Thanks for coming out, guys. And uh, especially double appreciate you, Patreon guys, who support the show. Mm hmm.